So growing up in Texas and then moving, not being around like plant life and gardening early, how did it become such a significant uh, thing for you? Yeah, well, you know, everybody needs a hobby, right? So, I mean, really, we, we were we rented this fabulous little bungalow in Santa Cruz with a view of the ocean and the uh, and you know the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, the little seaside amusement park that's there. And everyone up and down our street on every side of us had these little gardens that were just overflowing with flowers, right? Mm -hmm. It's just constant bloom. So I just think it was sort of impossible for me not to go to the garden center and get something. And so really, it's a, it's a type of shopping, you know, really like a garden is a place to put the plants you've bought. So you go off to the garden center on Sunday morning and you load up a wagon full of whatever looks fabulous and you come home and spend the day finding places for it. Um, often the wrong place, which is how you learn, like, oh, that thing can't live in the shade. And uh, that was really it. I mean, honestly, it was, a, it was a hobby that involved going shopping for pretty plants and bringing them home and trying to figure out how to grow them. And, and that's what I did on the weekends. I had sort of a boring desk job. Um, so this was, you know, that was my weekend. Yeah. And uh, what I find so uh, interesting about this hobby is that it is from end to end, it is about delayed gratification. And yeah. it feels like it is such a difficult hobby to get into now because in order to get into it, I would first try to get all the information about it, what I need to do, how, what I need to become, exactly the kind of changes it would bring into my life before I take even the first step towards <laughs> it. And I would need, I would have all these plans already about the plants I want and the ones I can grow. And I might try to fill my head up with all this information about what grows in the shade and what doesn't before I take the first step. But to get into a hobby before this, this short term, uh, immediate gratification mindset has sort of infiltrated all of our minds. Like it's everywhere now. Every single human being is affected by that now. Before that, like it's such a it's such a different kind of world in which to pick up a hobby in which the fruits, literal and metaphorical, are in the future. Like you are going to, and it's it's just you. It's yeah. there's no the the idea of the of performing on a stage does not exist quite in the same way. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I think this is a definite personality test, is what this is, because like I was driven purely by impulse. I would just go down to the garden center and see what they had and bring it home and, and give it a try. So there was no planning involved and there was no research <laughs> ahead of time. I mean, and, but this is a real thing in the gardening world. Like if you're someone who really plans ahead, you might, for instance, plan out an entire landscape for your front yard where you would decide ahead of time what all the plants are going to be you know, don't plant them until the fall because that's when you're supposed to really put things in the ground. Give them enough space between each plant for their final mature size as opposed to just cramming in as many things as you can, you know, and letting right. them kind of fight it out. So, yeah, like I was exactly the opposite of what you're describing. Like I just and, you know, it's sort of like art supplies, like, you know, go down to the art supply store and <laughs> fall in love with something and buy a bunch of it and bring it home, having no idea how it works, what right. you do with it. Right. Um, versus, oh, no, I'm not going to get into this until I've taken a class in it and I've tried it out and really thinking and planning ahead. I'm much more of a like, 
let's go down to the art supply store and see what they've got. <laughs> and I come home with a set of like, you know, neo color crayons or something. Right. And I'm like, I don't even know what these are, but look how pretty they are. <laughs> so so uh, uh, now once you've started this garden and you've got things going and you've learned some things from trial and error, uh, how do you, how do you like formalize this in some way? Now, do you start, do you start like uh, in order to write the book about it? Like your book is from the ground up. Um, did you then start to do some research? Did you try to fill in some of this DIY knowledge with like actual uh, science and ideas like that? No. <laughs> no. I mean, well, the first book was a memoir. And uh, and this was at a very particular moment. You know, one thing, if you're going to write a book, it's helpful to know what sort of books people are buying right then and what publishers mm -hmm. are interested in. And mm -hmm. so this was at a very particular moment where there were sort of these charming lifestyle memoirs coming out. Like I think you know, Under the Tuscan Sun was probably very popular right at that moment. And so I was very much going to write a book about me and my sort of foibles as a first-time gardener. Uh, and so that didn't really require a lot of knowledge. I mean, was, in fact, it was the opposite of that. And it was more, you know, writing a memoir is more about the challenge of um, creating a, a character that is kind of you, but also not exactly you, you know, a version of you. <laughs> Like in my case, maybe a more naive uh, version of of myself, and then creating characters out of the other people in your life, and figuring out what the drama and conflict and sort of personal quest is that's going to carry people through the book. 